but in NYC, I'm sorry, in Montreal is already in. That's um, even though Seattle is still uh, competing for the MLS Cup, that's where, how they fall to where they're at in the qualifying. Um, outside the MLS, you're going to have uh, Club America. You have Tigres, Cruz Azul, and Club Leon from Liga MX. Uh, you've got uh, Costa Rica's Saprissa and Sar- San Carlos. Uh, Honduran uh, club clubs Olympia and Montague, Monta- Montagua, Montagua. Okay. Uh, El Salvador's Alianza and the Guatemalan side. Uh, Comunicación. Okay, there you go. And then the Caribbean <laughs> representative will be a Jamaican club, uh, Portmore United. So, 2020 Concacaf Champions League is set. A lot to look forward to once that kicks off. Um, that's going to be, I believe, in January when that starts. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, cheer on whoever your MLS club is if they're in that. If not, cheer for Atlanta United. <laughs> <laughs> the so, disclaimer. Yep, there you go. Um, I mean, we've got other news from around soccer that, that popped up this week. Uh, U.S. Women's National Team, of course, uh, they just announced the hiring of Vlatko and Donovsky uh, as the new uh, head coach. Um, he has no previous international experience from what I've read. Uh, he does come from the uh, NWSL. Um, he previously coached FC Kansas City and Rain FC. Um, so I believe uh, Rain FC were uh, champions of the NWSL uh, while he was there. Um, what year did he do that? I'm looking that up. Let's see. Uh, 2019, I think. Let me see. Yeah, they are. I believe they are the reigning champions. Reign FC. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I, I can definitely look that up. But yeah. Um, despite, let's see, they lost a significant number of players to injury and 2019 FIFA World Cup. Uh, Reign went to finish fourth place and went to the playoffs this year. Let me pull that up real quick. Rain FC 2018 season. Let's go to that. Uh, semifinal. Oh, no. The, see, they lost uh, in the semifinals in 2018. Uh, 2-1. Uh, let's see. I believe there was just an NWSL match yesterday, day before. Let me pull that up just to make sure. So I don't know a whole lot about um, about the coach, the women's coach. Um, seems to have been pretty successful with the NWSL. So of course he's going to be familiar with the vast majority of, of the ladies that are going to be uh, right. in the club already. Um, are there any other yes? Are there any of the players from this last uh, team that was fielded uh, that are on the reign? Uh, we have to. I have to take a look. Okay. Um, let's see. Can check it out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, his managerial record. He's one. Let's see, one hundred one, forty three, and twenty, uh, as a coach. Um, let's see. I'm not sure if he was a player. Yeah, he was a central defender. Uh, played for some, uh, some pretty decent. Some, some looked like some decent clubs, uh, in Europe. Uh, he also played. Uh, the Kansas City Comets, uh, California Cougars, Philadelphia Kicks, uh, the major indoor soccer league. So, oh. yeah. Uh, 
Megan Rapino. Ra- Ra- Rapino. Okay. Uh, okay, so there was an NWSL match yesterday. Uh, North Carolina Courage defeated the Chicago Red, Red Stars. I believe that was for the championship. Uh, <clears throat> Sam Mewis is on that. Was on Carolina Courage, Crystal Dunn, uh, among others. So, um, again, he, he seems to be somewhat experienced. Somewhat experienced, you know, with the ladies, familiar with them. Uh, I think that could be. I think that's a positive for them. Um, I think it's just going to be a matter of time. Just, I mean, we're nowhere even near World Cup qualifying for the next cycle. So he has time. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time uh, to work. Uh, yeah, so let's see. I don't know when they've got matches coming up. Uh, let's see. Uh, in a couple weeks. They have two matches. Uh, Thursday, November 7th against Sweden. And Sunday, November 10th it's against Costa Rica. Matches. I believe those are friendlies. I don't see uh, anything tied to it as far as... Yeah, tournaments. Yeah, it looks like they're both friendlies. The first one will be at Columbus Crew Stadium. And then the second against Costa Rica will be at Everbank Field. I don't know where that is. Let's find out. Uh, Everbank Field, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, that looks like that might be where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. Maybe Gardner Minshew will show up at that one. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I, big news for the, for the ladies. Um, I guess it's just, again just wait and see what happens and and uh, see if anyone see how these uh, how the ladies turn out. So sounds good. And they need to keep the momentum since they won the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. That's I think. a big expectation for for the coach. Yeah, coming off of coming off of the season that they had the, the World Cup, obviously, and yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. That's got. I, I gotta imagine that's a lot of pressure. They set the bar high. Right yeah, now. they really did. So best of luck to him. Best of luck for the ladies. Uh, so be sure to watch them. Get out to the matches if you can. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, men's national team. We got matches coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, rematch with Canada and with Cuba as well. Both in the Concacaf Nations League uh, Cup tournament, whatever you want to call it. Um, Big news for them, uh, Serginho Dest did say that he is committing to the United States national team. Really? Yes. Uh, instead of going to, I believe it was uh, uh, Denmark, I could be wrong, I have to double check that. But, yeah, no, he, he came out and announced that he was committing to the men's national team. Um, oh, Netherlands. There you go. So, I think that's a huge, honestly, I would call that almost a coup for the, for the men's national team. Um, Dust is super talented. I think he he's young. He's hungry. I think he could definitely um, make a huge impact uh, on the future of, of the men's squad. So, um, yeah. I mean, that, I know those were going on. I have been looking around to see if there's any other news coming out of out of soccer. Um, I mean, you guys have anything? Hmm. No, I, I mean. Top of my head, I mean, I watch some La Liga, but I only watch America play, and yeah. I keep up with their standings. So, um, other yeah. than La Liga, I haven't heard anything. No, I haven't. I mean, the last, the last match I watched was the LAFC LA Galaxy match, and you know, of course, I. I watched. Chris, you gotta pick one hat or the other. You can't. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a Galaxy fan for sure, and I had friends definitely trying to be like, "Hey, come on, like we we'll got we got some scarves for you," and I'm like, "Cool, keep them for yourself." And uh, you wouldn't take a scarf for your collection. No, not not that. That's like you. There are certain things with California teams where you, you have to choose one or the gotcha. other. Um, I I watched how they single-handedly basically defeated Zlatan, but I liked how Zlatan just has this sort of thing about him to where he can somehow still downplay the whole situation. Um, Speaking of Zlatan. Go ahead. I'm ready for this guy to leave MLS. I really am. Like, okay, so I don't know if you caught the end of the match. Oh, where he like... He, did, he yeah. grabbed his crotch. Yep. And directed it at, you know, either people... It appeared to be at people in the stands. Right. And then went on to say that MLS will be basically be nothing without him. He, I'm sorry, Zlatan, you did not build MLS. MLS will survive without you. Zlatan is the Conor McGregor of soccer. I think that's <laughs> a fair thing. He just is a... He's going he's like, to go to Liga MX and retire now. He's just a... It's just a personality thing that... I mean, have you seen early pictures of Zlatan? Like, when he's younger, he is a much... He is cleaned up. He is, like, kind of like the nerd kid that's, like, playing, like, uh, I don't know, Worlds of Warcraft or something like that, eating, like, Twizzlers late at night. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. When you see, like, a younger picture of him, he's got short hair, he's got no facial hair, and then I've looked at, like, his progression of photos over time, and you're like, at some point, he really became... Zlatan, you know, like the soccer sultan, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. whatever. I just, uh, you know, his attitude to me, the way he's he's handled things, you know, I think he's just a poor sport. He's upset that he's, you know, that he lost. He probably went home and cried. But uh, no, honestly, I think he probably, you know, I'm sure people bought tickets just to see him. I'm sure, you know, Rooney's leaving this year. Rooney left. Uh, Ibra's most likely, Zlatan's most likely leaving. But MLS will still be around. There will be other big names. I mean, there are already names that are uh, talking about possibly coming over to MLS to continue their careers. Right. You know, Inter-Miami is supposed to start next year. Uh, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of names supposedly uh, you know, connected with that club. So, you know, it's whatever. There's a lot of time to take him or leave him, whatever. I think, I think MLS will be just fine without him. I believe so. Um, Carabao Cup, uh, fourth uh, round of 16 happens this week. Uh, completely slipped my mind earlier. Um, mm. Man, uh, let's see, Manchester United. Um, are they even in this anymore? I don't. The Europa? Carabao Cup. Let's see. Oh, there they are. They played Chelsea on Wednesday. Uh, it's a 2 o'clock Mountain Time start. You can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Hey! Uh... Gotta get that five dollars worth. Chris, <laughs> Manchester, or Man U, Chelsea. Is this their, their, their the these aren't these aren't the actual first teams, is it? Uh, I don't know. This it is... might be. I mean, this is again, it's Carabao Cup, which is oh, um, yeah. which is the big one for. I mean, I think we got English Chelsea. top flight football. We got Chelsea. I mean, that's fine. Three three one. You want to record that somewhere? But All right. we got them. All right. Uh, also on Wednesday, Aston Villa takes on Wolverhampton. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, that's going to be a big one. That's one thirty on Wednesday. 
Um, and then there are matches on Tuesday as well. Uh, Burton Albion, uh, I believe they are an EFL club. Uh, they're taking on Leicester. Uh, Crawley Town is taking on Colchester United. Uh, I'll have to look to see what league those guys are in. Everton squares off against Watford on Tuesday. It's a 1.45 p.m. Uh, kickoff uh, on ESPN+. Plus. Man City takes on Southampton and Oxford United and Sunderland. Now, I'm, ex- I'm interested in this one. Okay. Outside of the Everton match. Uh, Sunderland, uh, Oxford United uh, is going to be interesting. Uh, Sunderland, if you're not familiar, uh, there's a Netflix documentary, We Are Sunderland. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. Didn't you make a comment about this? I did. Recently, you said something like... Uh, yeah, I mentioned it in my, in my Brucey piece. Yes, that's uh, right. My first Brucey piece. Um, so, uh, check out the Netflix documentary, okay. We Are Sunderland. Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic look at that city and what's happened. Uh, Sunderland actually got them, uh, relegated, I think it was twice in two years. So, they were down in um, League One. So not, um, yeah. So they were like third tier, and now they're working their way back up. They're they're back up in the second tier right now. Uh, I think the EFL. So, yeah, it, that's what I'm interested to see. Okay. Um, see if uh, ever see if uh, Sunderland can continue their uh, their ascent back up through uh, English football. So definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, I think that's. About all we've got as far as like other soccer news. Yeah, um, I think that's. Man, Les, you can think of something, but. No, I mean, no, I couldn't think of anything here. Well, uh, do you want to? Gosh, no, I don't have anything other than the fact that uh, I'm just wondering who's going to set up a soccer tennis uh, match here in New Mexico. Have you heard about soccer tennis? Ah, uh, probably not. So you, I mean, basically, it's like you got tape lining the ground as like a tennis match, and so it's still soccer. So it's still all done with your foot. It's still like is that like a thing? It's like hacky Isn't sack. Isn't it more wanna... like just that's how soccer players warm up? You it it could it could <laughs> they do that at the locker it room. Could be a thing, and if it's not a thing, we should quickly make it make a, it thing. a thing. I don't yes. know how I feel about that. Soccer tennis. <laughs> yeah. As much I, as I love soccer, I still can't even do indoor. So, I mean, you are getting you know, creative here. I don't know. I mean, you know, there was what was that movie that makes me think of that movie? Basketball is that what it was? Basketball. Remember that one <laughs> with Matt Stone and Trey Parker? Yeah, they're like wearing. Everyone should stay in their lane. Wow. They're wearing baseball. <laughs> they're wearing like baseball unis, but it's like basketball. They're like shooting it. It's oh, wow. yeah. good stuff. All right, that's going to do it for what is normally our full-time fan Q&A brought to you by Roadrunner Law Firm. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back after these words from Roadrunner Law Firm.
And we're back. Uh, we're final segment of the show. We like to talk about local football. Um, first up, uh, I know the lady, the Lobo Women's Soccer Club, was in action over the past, over this weekend. Um, how'd they do? Well, um, they didn't do so well on the Friday match. Um, to begin with, it was really, really cold. It was pink night. They had a good turnout, uh, considering the weather and such. Um, it was one of those games where the first half wasn't too too successful for them, but everything that um, San Jose did was take two shots and score. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like one of those games that they didn't even have to try super hard. And they scored on them. So the final score was 2-0, San Jose. And it was uh, the Lady Lobos' first loss at home this season. So it had to be a little painful. I got to talk to Coach Heather, and she said not the first half half she was expecting. However, they picked up a little bit on the second half. Um, They were on it and still no scoring. So it was very unlucky. It seemed like the girls, uh, first half especially, they weren't connecting. Uh, there was something off. Um, normally I see them and, and, and then they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they weren't, but um, I mean, just the first half looked like they just weren't connecting. And everything San Jose did came out well for them. So second half was good. Oh, not to mention they missed uh, PK. Alicia, I believe it was. Um, she, number 24 missed a PK. So also Coach Heather wasn't too happy about that. But mm-hmm. um, she said, you know, not the, not the game I was expecting, especially here at home. Yeah. Uh, they never had a loss this season at home. So um, they were bummed out. Um, they tried second half, I would say, about 20 minutes towards the end. They really had it. They had a lot of – they created a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was unlucky for them not to get one in at the end. Yeah, at it's, least. it's kind of a bummer, though, especially you know with it being we talked last week that that they're having a whole bunch of different events going on that night, or at least that's what it says on the website. You know, homecoming, pink game, uh, New Mexico United curse night. Yes, um, I saw a, a tweet, and Coach Heather invited the curse okay. to come over, and uh, some of them came in, and that was you know that was pretty. Uh, we were, I think everybody was really pumped to see the curse and they had some chance and, okay. and whatnot. So they were, um, you know, they, despite, like I said, the weather and the loss, uh, the curse was very energetic. Yeah. And so they gave that lift to, to this particular game. So um, that was another one of my questions. And I said, you know, hopefully we make that a tradition too so that we can bring more fans to, to support the women. Yeah. So coach was very happy about that. At least you know one happy note after the loss. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was it was fun to watch. Good, glad to hear it. Glad to hear uh, glad to hear that the curse is giving back a little bit. You know, helping support local soccer. Um, he's also played Fresno State this past weekend. How did that one turn out? Uh, so I went to that match. Um, the Fresno State match actually was a very Interesting match, uh, just because the Lobos definitely had gotten up with an early lead. Uh, Gwen Malley, she had an amazing goal. Um, Jaden Edwards is a sophomore on the team, and she 
Uh, definitely, you can't say enough about Jaden Edwards. I mean, she definitely created a lot of chances in the match. She was very aggressive uh, with with play on and off the ball. She created this really nice chance where she got the ball and she had sent it along the uh, the shoreline uh, uh, of the goal box and essentially just put it right in front of Mally. Mally ran up, kind of one-timed it right into the net. Um, just put the Lobos up early. Um, then through the, the run of the match, uh, the Lobos conceded two goals. Uh, both were about the same uh, magnitude, essentially uh, a throw-in and a ball was, was loose up front and Lobos just could not see it. And they just turned around and just capitalized on it being a sitter. They just put it right in the net. So Lobos went down. So then um, just before the end of the match, I think with about three minutes to go, um, Leilani Baker gets the ball. And I want to say she takes it down uh, ultimately because I don't think it, I don't think she was assisted on that one, but I could be wrong. Um, but she gets the ball in front of the net, essentially finds, oh, that's what it was. The ball was sent ahead to her. She finds it at her feet, and she has a quick enough reaction to basically put it in the net. So it's 2-2. It's a draw. So automatically it goes into a golden goal overtime. Two, you know, 10-minute uh, halves, um, and it's like golden goal. So through the first half of, or the first period of overtime, if you will, uh, Lobos were very defensive, limited chances from Fresno State, uh, definitely created some opportunities for themselves. They just couldn't finish it. So then the second period, um, you know, ultimately, you know, I believe the Lobos just went for it. I mean, it, it was anyone's game to win for sure. You know, they need the points, you know, obviously losing the San Jose, San Jose State match. You know, and no one has really clinched a berth into the Mountain West tournament just yet. Maybe things will change here in the next day or so, but um, but they needed the points nonetheless. So they, they went for it. I mean, they took chance after chance, but just nothing nothing was coming from it. And so the game ultimately ends in a 2-2 uh, draw, if you will. Um, so they get a point from that match, and then now they're just sitting with one left, which is a real critical match to win. So you mentioned one one match left, uh, Friday, November first, uh, seven thirty p.m. They're taking on San Diego State. This is of course senior night. Um, who are the senior ladies on the club this year that are going to be honored um, Friday night? Do we know? Yeah, they're both the roster. Okay. Um, so while you're doing that, you know, last last home match of the regular season, uh, last. Um, are we having any more home matches? I thought that was it. That is the last home match. Yeah, so that last home match, last conference uh, match of the year uh, before we get to the tournament. Um, and, of course, the tournament kicks off next week. Uh, that'll be up in Boise, Idaho. I got those seniors for you. All right. Uh, the seniors on the team, we got Emily Johnson, goalkeeper, and we've got uh, Jesse Hicks, and then we've got – where is she? Jill Oldwin. Um, Jesse Hicks is currently out right now. Uh, she's injured. I think she's got a, I believe it's a finger injury, perhaps. Um, and I know that earlier in the season, Emily Johnson had gotten injured, so that's pretty much why she hadn't started. Because um, she's a senior, too. So. And uh, to add to that, um, Coach Heather said, and 
you know, she pointed out that Hicks was a, you know, made a big, a huge difference mm -hmm. in that loss. If she, she specified and said, you know, if she was there, you know, one of the goals at least yeah. wouldn't have been, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So she, she needs to, to give back. Basically. Her her absence, uh, her absence. So she plays in the midfield, and so this season, uh, Coach Heather Dyke had said that uh, Alexa Curtin and Jesse Hicks just made a, a great pairing in the center in the center midfield, and so of course with Jesse Hicks out, uh, different players really did step up. You saw a lot of uh, Mesa Walters, uh, who's a freshman this year, stepping up and playing uh, in the midfield. Um, as well as uh, Gwen Malley as well, um, playing out of position, stepping up and helping there. Um, so, but definitely, I think, uh, you know, that was one of my uh, unanswered going into the match on on Sunday is how would they fill that gap without Hicks there? But of course, she's a senior, so you hope that you know she'll be she'll be better by the time they either play San Diego State. Um, something else to notice, Seth, is with the Mount West tournament is that I noticed that San Diego State had won last year, and it was also in San or sorry, San Jose State had won last year, and it was in San Jose. Mm -hmm. And I had looked down a few places down the history of the champions, and typically for the most part, and it's not a very accurate thing, but I don't know if we could put a percentage, maybe fifty fifty five percent of the time that someone's hosted the match, typically they've won the championship. So. But this sitting in Boise State, you know, and them knowing their pitch really well, mm -hmm. that, you know, that might be an advantage to them. Or maybe they're just buying off the refs. Or maybe so. <laughs> or maybe so. All right. So, you know, ladies, again, ladies have one match left. To all the seniors, you know, congratulations on graduating, uh, being a part of the club for the time that you've been there. Um, I was really trying to figure out where to find the points. I hadn't been successful in locating the points in the conference to see – where the teams sit because I know with the Lobos they're sitting at about what is it six in the bracket or in the standings right now in the Mountain West uh, looks like the ladies are sitting fifth fifth okay so Boise State uh, number one at tw 24 points 8 and 2 overall uh, San Diego State sitting second again 24 points 8 and 2 overall uh, they have a lower they're nine. Uh, that's in conference. Eight and two in conference. Right. Um, oh, here it is. I found it. Colorado State seven and three, Fresno State five three and two, and then of course the, the Lady Lobos five four and one in conference play. All right. So I'm looking at the standings right now. Uh, Lobos currently got sixteen points. Um, now they did lose the Air Force, who is sitting just below them with fifteen points. So, obviously, if they were to wind up with the same record, Air Force would get the tiebreaker. Um, we did lose to Fresno State. Or, sorry, we tied with Fresno State. So, um, so that's something there. Colorado State, we, we lost. Won, didn't we, against Colorado? Colorado State, we lost to. Colorado College, we won. Oh, okay. Colorado State, we lost to. Um, Boise State, we also lost to. So, looking at... This Boise State and San Diego State both have twenty four points. If we can beat San Diego State, that should slot us up, maybe, possibly a spot. Um, it's really going to obviously depend on how well um, Fresno does with their final match because I don't I don't think we can really slide up anymore. 
Oh, I mean, a win would secure ladies into the Mountain West. Yeah, it would get them. It would get them in, and that's I think at this point what what is the most priority priority yeah, moment. A, so. a draw would most likely get them in, uh, provided San Jose State does not win. Right. Uh, their final match, but yeah, it looks like uh, a win and a, a win and the ladies are in for sure. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's the best possible result for them. So, uh, get out there Friday night, cheer on the ladies uh, as they take on San Diego State. Uh, they've been on a bit of a roll lately, five wins in a row for San Diego State. So it's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, if you can't make it out, uh, you can check that out on uh, the Mountain West Network. Uh, it is the MW.com. Uh, they stream, I think, most of not all of the all the sporting events live there for free. Um, and, of course, the Mountain West tur- Tournament is next week. Um, and sometime two weeks after, it looks like, uh, the NCAA tournament will take place. We're not quite sure how that'll look yet, um, but we'll have to wait and see. All right. Uh, how are th- do we have any updates on the local high school soccer now? Not this week. All right. Uh, ho- uh, hopefully, here we would have heard some heard from someone about um, you know how Anna's doing uh, or how Gabe's doing this year. Uh, doesn't look like we've heard from anybody. So um, yeah, I think that's. Just about going to wrap it up for us tonight. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? No, I just, uh, it's been very fun to, um, you know, to cover United. And that's over. So we have one more to hope for, which is the lady level. So get out there and uh, support the ladies this Friday. Other than that, it's just been a pleasure, gentlemen. Well, we certainly you know, enjoyed having you with us, um, Thank you, you and Alicia, you know, uh, the whole team, you know, Josh, uh, Adam, um, you know, we, we, we've done a lot, we've built a lot, we've had fun talking uh, United soccer and everything, you know, everything, you know, everything else uh, each and every week. Um, so I yeah, definitely, you know, we thank you for coming and joining well, thank and you being for a having part, me. Um, you know, so... We've got we still got off season like, like I said earlier. You know, we've got about a month and a half. Have you guys months. thought what we're gonna do with our time without having matches to go to? Mm. I don't know. I think I Seth, Seth's got a Saturday. family. Seth's got a family, so Well, I do too, but see that was part of our family tradition now to go to a home game yeah. every Saturday. So definitely missed it this Saturday. Well, you can always go back on ESPN Plus and watch the very first, the very, yeah. the last uh, matches that are, yeah. There's definitely, you know, there's definitely other things going on. Yeah, you know, I've got my family. Um, uh, I do have uh, another thing that I am working on. Uh, I've been asked uh, to cover the UNM uh, Lobo basketball. Nice. Uh, so uh, I'll be doing that. Um, there's always something. Yeah, I mean, there's always something to do, so. Yeah, I you know I mean we'll definitely we'll be back and we'll talk some uh, Premier League. We'll talk some uh, as soon as we know, you know roster moves and that we'll we'll talk that. Um, you know we might even you know tell Chris how bad his NFL team is again. Uh, so um, I mean mine's getting wins. So, it's all you, you know, guys. It's so. good stuff. Um, but you know of course our show would not be possible without our sponsors. We want to give a huge thank you to uh, Doral Motors Roadrunner Law Firm and uh, Salt Yard for their continued support. Um, we are, of course, always interested in teaming up with anyone that supports what we're doing here at Seek and Strike. If you'd like to talk sponsorship, you can email us at seekandstrikecollective at gmail.com. Listen to all of our previous episodes of We Are Seek and Strike podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and CastBox. If you hear something you like, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. 
If you're able to, if you're an Apple listener, definitely go on there and uh, leave us a episode review. Uh, for all of our Seek and Strike Collective social media tags, check out our website at seekandstrikecollective.com slash social media. All right. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here tonight. Um, are we going to be back next Monday? Do you want to be back next Monday? Do you want to talk about uh, how the USL? Do we want to just do this through the the cup or what? I, we could, you know, we could, you know, catch up with you know MLS, the USL championship. We could do all that. Okay, we could so, we could finish out the season, finish yeah. out the uh, and we should have Lobos season throughout the week and see, you know, yeah. if any other players are so, announcing their stay or. Yeah. So for now, we're planning on being back next Monday at eight thirty p.m. Uh, for Adri, Chris, myself, for Alicia, for Josh. Um, you know, we are, of course, Seaconstrike Collective, and you've been listening to the We Are Seaconstrike podcast. The Everton Chairman.